spirits of locusts has eaten. This is the word of the Lord. For your life, receive it. And thank you for it. It doesn't matter what has happened in the past. Those things
presence of the Lord is here and he is setting you free to worship him. Hallelujah. Overcome. Overcome. Overcome in Jesus' name. Offer to him a sacrifice of praise. You may not feel like it, but offer it and receive your breakthrough in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
If we go to Psalm 23:1, it says, "The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want." You're all familiar with that psalm, with these scriptures. But is the Lord really your shepherd? I was talking about that during Hebrews and Tao during our Bible study. How do you know? You judge a tree by the fruit, yes? How do you know it's a coconut tree? The coconut obviously comes from a coconut tree, yes? Like a banana. Where does it come from Africa, no? No. Comes from a banana tree, yes? If you are in want, if you are in, in want of something, is the Lord really your shepherd? It's not for you to tell me or it's not for me to condemn you with it. This is what the Lord was asking or telling me to ask you. You begin to be in want when your relationship with the Lord is broken. Yesterday someone was asking me about why the Holy Spirit forbid them to go to certain places in the Bible. And it took me almost an hour to answer that, not because the answer is not clear, but because the person who was asking did not clearly have a relationship with the Lord and the Lord took that person to task on this. Why do you want to know all this? Is it to, for legalism? The person asked me, what is wrong with those cities? It could be that. There's nothing wrong. It could be that you're preaching to the choir. It could be that they know more than you. I don't know. The Bible doesn't say what is wrong with those cities. It just says that the Holy Spirit forbade them to go there. How? Every day and in every way they were consulting the Holy Spirit on what to do. And the Holy Spirit said, don't go there. This is how we preach the gospel. We listen to the Lord. The Lord told me, now is the time to move to this hall. And then, guess what? We are in the hall. Now, this is only temporary. And this has been prophesied, has it not? That we will go to a temporary place. And from here, we'll move to a permanent place. Remember that? When we had the hall night prayer, I think three months ago. Yes. Remember that? Yes. This kept on coming to my mind. This is temporary. No matter how good it is, there is something better. Hallelujah. We need to be reminded of the goodness of God. Otherwise, we will be in want. And that is not a relationship with them. That is just a legalistic nonsense. That is good if you want to start a religion. Long time ago, I used to say that if you preach the exclusivity of Christ, people will be offended, yes? But you find that exclusivity in Islam and in some other religions, crisis among other gods, in Zoroastrianism, they don't believe in Christ. They believe in fire or whatever to understand. I'm not going to go into that. A lot of people believe a lot of things. But what do you believe? Jesus asked Peter that, what do you say? Who do you say that I am? What do you believe? Is the Lord really your shepherd? If not, have fun with the want in your life. As Pak would say, live long and prosper. With that nonsense. But if the Lord is ministering to us, and I know He is, so don't look condemned. This year, He will develop a relationship. Only God can do that. In our unfaithfulness, He is faithful. He can't help it, can He? I'm glad that He can't help it. Because I look at myself and I say, I'm not going to be faithful, that guy. But God is faithful to me. 
Hallelujah. I make mistakes, but not as much as you all. But do you understand? Yes. You can smile. That's a joke. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. But check your life. You begin to be in want when your relationship with God is broken. If that is the case, then we need to mend that. Remember when Jesus died, what tore the veil? What was forbidden for people to enter was torn from the top to the bottom. Like a preacher said, are we just teaching that veil back up? And we call him, we're calling it church. Hmm. Now therefore there is no condemnation. Do you understand? Yes, in Psalm 84, 1. Says for the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Is the word true? What is just there to give printer money? I don't know, I'm asking you. Is the word true? Then, then no good will no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. So God has done everything. Jesus is on the cross, it is finished. He's done everything. It's up to you and me to walk uprightly. Uprightly means according to his word, according to how the spirit leads us. It's not just a written word, how the spirit leads us. Obviously, not beyond the written word, yes? You understand, yes? Yesterday, and therefore, I don't know. Yeah, I was reminding the people in Hebrews and Tao about Proverbs 6. It's talking about an adulterous woman that her lips are like what? Honey. And her mouth is like oil. That is how lucrative sin is. But it says, if you want to walk uprightly, don't go that way. Walk this way. With the Lord, walk with the Lord. And you cannot make that choice because of your sin nature. And that is why the Lord has given us the Holy Spirit. His Holy Spirit. He himself dwelt in us. How can anything overcome that? But your own free will. So walk uprightly, yes? In other words, don't let the devil take advantage of you. When you ignore God's ways, when you ignore how God tells you to live. Some years ago, maybe it was 2015, the Lord spoke to someone who gave him counsel. He came, he wanted to hear what the Lord said. And the Lord said, do this, do that. And he didn't do this and do that. 2017, the problems increased. He came back. The Lord said, do this, do that. Same thing. And he came back again a year or two afterwards. And I said, what's the point? You're seeking God's counsel, but you're not willing to do walk uprightly or do the things that he wants you to do. What he failed to understand is when the Lord tells you to do something, the blessing of the Lord adds wealth and brings no sorrow. It's for your good. It's not what you think is sorrowful. Hallelujah. We are a peculiar people. Yes. You don't go by what we think or what we see or what we walk by faith and not by sight. Is that clear? Yes? Matthew 6.33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. It's not your righteousness. You, it's not what you think is right. It is what he says is right. Yes? You can look at it that way. Yes? Right standing with him. Yes? And all these things shall be added unto you. All these things reason what? All these things. But instead of that, we go after all these things. We do the exact opposite. Walk uprightly, yes? In other words, feelings change, but the truth does not change. Feelings change. I don't have to elaborate on that, yes? As we trust the truth of God's word by keeping our mind on the Lord. 
thinking in line with your born again spirit we will begin to experience the fullness of god and that is beyond the persecution beyond suffering you will have the peace that surpasses all what understanding which will guard your mind and your heart in whom christ jesus hallelujah is not a magical mystical mystery tour yeah but the choice is yours but to give us that choice god was born as a man and his name is jesus christ jesus christ is not the last name christ means for the messiah the one whom god has sent what was there what did he do he said on the cross it is finished he reconciles to god our father yes and therefore if you walk in that fullness we have the mind of christ say that with me once we have the mind of christ point towards yourself say i have the mind of christ hallelujah you think that's foolishness i felt it was foolishness the first time i said that i wanted to say i have no mind not because i didn't mind and think my mind wanders to and fro but the lord steadies my footsteps hallelujah and he is not partial to me yes here's the key and i've said this over and over and over many times through all these years good romans 15:13 now may the god of hope god of hope do you have hope if not then is he the god of hope don't fool yourself don't tell me yes no don't raise your hand don't put a facade in front of other people don't fake it remember fakery bakery i taught you all of that your soul yes don't fake it but it says now may the god of hope fill you with joy and peace huh. these are tangible things joy and peace are you walking with that peace and joy what is peace peace that surpasses all understanding we'll get to that and what is joy is your strength otherwise what you will be under depression you're suffering and on sunday you look like you're attending a funeral hallelujah if you really believe in christ a funeral is a good thing because they're going to see the lord and be with the lord and they'll have pity on you maybe that's why you're sad yeah i'm making a joke of it but do you understand it's time to get real with god god doesn't condemn you he's not sitting there with a lightning bolt to strike you down go to him if you've sinned straighten yourself out hallelujah yes we have the mind of christ now with all joy and peace in believing in what believing that you may abound that means what overflow my cup runs over with that you minister without that you will run dry and you'll get burned out that you may abound what in what in hope by the power of the holy spirit by the power this is important because in the old testament it says not by might not by power but by the holy spirit that's the word power again yes but here it says by the power of the holy spirit yes but we have the mind of christ we can understand this yes joy and peace by the power of the holy spirit is that clear yes go to psalm 29:11 the lord will give strength to his people the lord will bless his people with peace the lord that peace is a blessing of the lord yes in nehemiah 8:10 now you understand what peace is in nehemiah 8:10 it says the joy of the lord is your strength you all know the scripture yes so i'm not reading it all out peace in isaiah 96 
says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. There's a difference between being born and being given. Do you understand? Yes? But I'm not, I've always taught about that, but uh, yeah. And a government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Prince of what? Peace. Yes. Who's that? Jesus. If you go to Philippians 4, 6 to 9, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. There is an exchange taking place. Just like 5 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 5.21, there was an exchange that took place called righteousness. God gave us His righteousness and God took upon Himself our sins. Just like that, there will be an exchange where God will give us His peace. Who is the Prince of Peace? Jesus. And that will guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, yes? Through Jesus Christ. Finally, my brethren, here, we all stop with that, but here, verse 8 is after verse 7. You all know that? Yes? Hallelujah. It says, Finally, my brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are in the internet, no? Does it say that? Whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report. If there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, that means you discern, you take what is true, what is noble, what is just, what is pure, what is lovely, and you think, is there anything good in that? Not just that alone. You have to do your part. You have to discern if there is any good, yes? Does it say that? Yes or no? Whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And these things are not the word alone. Think about that. Yesterday a person said, thank you, Pastor, for because I gave something. I gave that only because the Lord told me to do that. And the, I said to the Lord, what, what do I do? I don't want to receive all the glory and the praise on. So give them the scripture. So I gave them that scripture. Do you understand? Yeah? Let them run with it. With it yes? But it says, meditate on these things. And the, the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do and God of peace with you. Who's writing this? Paul. Yes? You're right? Am I right? Yes? So that means what? The things that you see, the things that you see in Him, when you do that, that is noble and praiseworthy. Is me asking for coffee praiseworthy? No, obviously not. But is it good? I think so. Otherwise I would not ask, no? That's why you need to decide. You understand, yes? And the God of peace will be with you. So do your homework. Think once in a while, yes? God has given you that empty space between your brain or is it between your ears or is it called brain, yes? Ah, God has given you that. An intellect, use it. But in alignment with God, walk uprightly, yes? Since whatever is true, Noble, just, pure, lovely, and of good report. Meditate on this. Discern and meditate. Yeah. What is the truth? In John 14, 6, it says what? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That is the basis of all truth. Do you understand? So whatever, if you want to know the truth, add Jesus to it. Then you will find out. Make, maybe you have to make 16 or 32 steps to that. But... The base, the least common denominator is that I am the truth. Yes? 
I'm just giving you an example of how, how I do things. Whatever is noble, yes? Go to Jeremiah 2.21 Yet I had planted you a noble wine. This is God complaining about something. But yet I had planted you a noble wine, a seed of highest, highest quality. That means there's something in your character that was from God that was good, yes? That is what no, noble means, yes? In 2 Corinthians 5.21 For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Can you be any more nobler? If you're no doorknob, you become nobler. Aaron Do you understand? Yes? Good report. Isaiah 53.1 Whose report? Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm, has the arm of the Lord been revealed? If you don't believe his report, how will the arm of the Lord be revealed to you? First we believe that report. Believe the Bible. Believe. Put your faith in Jesus. If you don't have faith, then who is the author of our faith? Our Lord Jesus. Yeah, don't condemn yourself. Get right with him. Seek your first the kingdom of God. Yes? All this we can do by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes? In Zechariah 4, 6 it says, no, Not by might, nor by power, but my, by my spirit, says the Lord. But here it says what? Not by might, nor by power. That what does that mean? Go to Acts one eight. It says, "But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and in all of Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth." So where, what does this power in Zechariah 4.6 mean when, it, when the Lord says it is not by might, not by power? Hmm? You're right. It's not by muscular strength, but by spiritual strength. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Walk uprightly and the rest will be added unto you. When you seek that, when you avoid all that nonsense that you call knowledge and you go after God and the knowledge of God, you will do according to Daniel 11, they do valiant things. Am I making sense? So this year, get right with God. It might be that if you offer a bribe to this person, the paper will move from that table to that table. But if the Lord tells you don't do that, then obey the Lord. Maybe you're not meant to have that paper move from that. But let the Lord's will be revealed. One person said that uh, they're going to another city. I said, has the Lord told you that? It took seven, eight seconds I waited. I said, by that, I can see that the Lord has not told you that you're just doing that because of the previous circumstances and everything. You know, but he said, but I prayed. I don't care what you prayed. But if you knew the Lord had told you, told you that, immediately you would have said, yes, I have heard from the Lord. But the fact is that they didn't. That shows what? They haven't heard from the Lord. Do you understand? But they just felt peace or something, circumstance. No. You hear and you're led by that, by the Holy Spirit. Circumstances, everything is good. When the Lord tells you that is primary, then the circumstances will show itself. I'm not saying that this is not from the Lord or this person is going, that going is not from the Lord. I'm just saying the person couldn't answer. But in everything in your life, as much as you can, as much as it is possible to you, seek the Lord and live. Hallelujah. And if you don't know, then 
humble yourself come to the lord ask your pastor tell him what's wrong don't think you're whole strong and mighty and you can go into the thing what you're going into is foolishness and you call yourself a christian don't not by muscular strength or what you think is right or wrong but by spiritual yes god has revealed the mind of christ to us through his holy spirit am i clear not through any other thing through the holy spirit so how does the holy spirit speak in ways that you can understand but based on a relationship with them is that clear yes 1 corinthians 2 9 and 10 yes i am going to read from um yeah the whole thing to apostle 16 but i'm going to truncate that but I, because this is a word for this year and this is not something to condemn you but i want you to take that and personalize that yes it says but as it is written as it is what that means what is in the bible yes logos it's in the bible yes yes you have a bible give me your bible thank you as it is written no the eye has not seen no ear heard no have entered into the heart of man the things god has prepared for those who love him it is written where in the bible but there's something more but god has revealed them to us say god has revealed them to me yeah through his spirit and where is that spirit live in you you are the temple of the holy spirit for the spirit searches all things yet yes deep things of god So he searches the things of God. What is he search? Why did you search? To find something else, obviously, yes. Otherwise, if you do search, I don't know, either you're bored and nothing to do, yes? So what does strangers need now? What does God have as an answer? Jesus is the answer. That then God will reveal. How? He speaks to us. Not it is written but beyond that yes and in words that in these things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches but which the holy spirit teaches that means spend time with them to learn things you went to school no love you you spend time in class yeah not like me no not outside class yeah because i was outstanding yes my joke yeah you know he's laughing yeah comparing spiritual things with spiritual yes but the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of god for they are foolishness to him who is a fool who doesn't believe there is god yes they're foolishness to him don't fall into that category yes no can he know them because they are spiritually discerned no can he know them i covered this before yes but he who is spiritual judges all things yet he himself is rightly judged by no one that means no human because the spirit tells you we are a peculiar people yes but you belong to a church yes so you don't go wrong and you come up with weird ideas yeah no revelation is personal don't go beyond the word of god yes so for who has known the mind of the lord that he may instruct him that is the next step we have but we have the mind of christ when we came into this hall i saw a force of darkness because we haven't there done anything in this hall for what since what two years now obviously nothing spiritual godly has been done in this place so could not have god cleared that yes he could have but he gave us authority and as we with that authority to clear that 
And I did that. That is knowing the mind of the Lord. That he may instruct him. Whose authority? Whose authority? Mine or his? Ah, I asked him to move into the saw. That is instructing him. Yes or no? Yes? Understand God don't put him in a box. He's not your, your slave or your servant. He's God. But know your authority. Know your position. Know your father. He loves us. Amen? But we have the mind of Christ. Here's the problem. When you get into legalism, the thief is stealing from you. In John 10, 10, it says that the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to what? Destroy. I have come, Jesus said, that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. If you're religious, the thief has stolen that relationship from you. And the work that Jesus did on the cross is in vain, is nullified. If you're depending on anything other than the grace through faith, that is foolishness. The thief has already done his work in stealing that from you. That's why I keep telling over and over and over and over that there is no condemnation doesn't seem to affect any of you. If I knew that there was no condemnation, I'd rejoice like I am. What does Luke 7, 47 say? It's not there. She who's been forgiven much will love much. Obviously, that has not materialized somewhere in our brain. You're forgiven by the blood of Jesus. He's paid the price. You are free and we will grow into that fullness. Amen? Is that right, Megan? Yes? Stop reading Abigail's palms. I know. She wasn't reading your palm, yeah? I'm the pastor and I can say jokes. And they're called PJs. Why? Not because they are poor jokes, they are pastor's jokes. Don't laugh. But laugh at my joke, yeah? But start this year by putting God first. God doesn't condemn you. Have love. Get that revelation of that love. Earlier I spoke about how the exclusivity of Christ is the thing that differentiates Christianity. But it also, in some religions, they're there. But what is the only thing that the, that the Christian, the God of Christianity can offer us? The only thing. While we were yet sinners, he died for us. And that is called grace. So understand this properly so you're not misled by hyper grace or false grace or whatever they call it these days. Yes? Understand what the Bible says. Nobody knows everything. Not you and I. As hard as it is for me to believe that. They won't understand. But the Bible, from God, God knows everything. Is that clear? Yes? So don't allow the thief to steal your relationship with God. Amen? This year you develop that relationship with God. Don't think you can't. If you think you can't, you already lost the battle. No, you can. You can do all things to Christ who strengthens you. In your weakness, He is strong. Yes? Amen? So encourage yourself. Make the right decisions. Follow what the Lord says. Walk uprightly. I'm going back not because of this because the presence of the Lord is here. Do you understand? I can barely stand. I thought initially it was because of all these things. No, it's not because of the stroking. It's because of the presence is here. There's something God wants to do because He loves you. Amen? 
and it starts with a relationship with him make leaps of faith for that you have to hear from the lord yes not just it's written hallelujah make leaps of faith based on what is written i hope i'm clear on that yes so renew your mind in his word and act on it in faith don't pray for something for 10 years act on it by faith you are allowed to make mistakes here and there but that is not a license to sin do you understand if you get it wrong somebody will correct you the lord will correct you god will say this is the way you walk in it that's why you belong to a church that's why every decision it makes sense to have a counsel Ephesians 11 to 411 to 15 Ephesians 411 to 15 it's not there so God has given to the church what apostles prophets evangelists pastors and teachers you don't know how to remember this apostles thumb thumb can reach all fingers yes prophets what do prophets do thus saith the lord point yes evangelist reaches out therefore your middle finger is long pastor has a ring finger the wedding finger which is a love god is love that's how funny god is love yes teacher is what holds things together you try to hold something without your pinky it may be the smallest thing but you need that Hallelujah. Yes. So make leaps of faith, renew your mind in his word and the abundance of Jesus Christ will be with you. That Jesus has provided will be for you to enjoy and you will enjoy God. Amen. I wrote about that yesterday. Enjoy God. You have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's all stand up.